You are listening to the Uplevel Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, a business coach and strategist who helps female entrepreneurs uplevel their business with practical strategies, a rewired mindset, and the accountability to make it stick. With over 15 years of collective hands-on experience in corporate and the entrepreneurial space, I bring a unique and diverse perspective when it comes to helping women grow their businesses. My own business experienced massive growth when I started investing in my business and working with a coach. Now I am here to share those same strategies and insights with you right here week after week. If you are looking for clarity on your business direction and accountability on your goals, then you are in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to the podcast. If you know even a little bit about me, you know that I am very, very passionate about helping female entrepreneurs step into greater versions of their CEO roles in their business, becoming more confident, more aligned versions of their CEO selves. And whether or not you like the term CEO, or you would rather call yourself a founder or a leader or a business owner, I don't care. It's about the identity. It's about treating our businesses like real businesses. So today I want to talk about four things that you need to commit to in 2023 as the CEO of your business, what it means to be the CEO of your business in 2023 based on what the last couple of years have taught us and what I have seen in terms of the women that I've worked with, the women that are in my community, the women that I've invested with, what makes a CEO a CEO especially right now. So we're going to cover four very specific areas, and I'm going to talk to you about what each of those looks like. So this is really about giving yourself a little injection of CEO confidence and committing to embracing this. Because if you embrace a greater version of your CEO self with consistency, and you really lean into that and allow for that identity to really shine Things are going to change in terms of how you feel. Things are going to change in terms of who you attract. Things are going to change in terms of what you create. And it's all going to be rooted in alignment. So number one is committing to knowing who we are at our core. So this is personal leadership, internal leadership development. And I feel so incredibly passionate about this because it's something that I have truly done all my life. And I thought this was something that everyone did, that they were obsessed with leadership like I am. But it's only been the past year that I've realized that being an entrepreneur and being a leader are not synonymous. That just because you're a business owner does not mean that you are a leader yet. And so this is becoming a very, very, very big part of my work. And lo and behold, as I dig into becoming a more aligned version of who I am. It is literally written in my gene keys, which I'm deep in the throes of gene keys and human design. It is literally written that leadership is my life's work and specifically leadership through motivation. And it's like this massive aha, of course, like that's what I have always done. I have led other people by motivating them in many different ways. But right now it's truly about motivating them to see their potential. So helping you see your potential, that there is so much more 
available to you in terms of becoming a leader in your business, a more confident CEO. So it starts with committing to knowing who we are at our core. And when we do that, we start to realize why some things feel really good to us and why some things have felt so challenging because we want to do more of what we're designed to do and less of what we're not so that everything is rooted in alignment. And how do you commit to knowing who you are at your core? There are so many different ways. That's the beauty of it. There is not a recipe or a prescription that you have to follow or a specific blueprint. You get to write your own. So I'm going to share some of my favorites and kind of what my journey has looked like in terms of getting to know myself at my core and what I'm doing now, because this is an evolution. It's a journey. This is not a path that we walk and we get to a final destination. Sorry. (laughs) This is truly about embracing the fact that this is going to be an ongoing commitment, knowing ourselves deeper. And it's really rewarding work. That's what I'll tell you. So I remember that in this online space, one of the first things that I did beyond the Myers-Briggs, we probably have all done that at some point in our life. But the, the first thing that I kind of did in this online space that was very new to me was the Colby and specifically the Colby A assessment, which really shined a light onto how I approach work and projects if left to do it on my own without the influence of others. And that was so interesting in itself because I have always been influenced by others. I have always sought praise and to please everyone else. But if I was really being honest at how I would approach something, if nobody else was around, it was usually very, very different. And so truly taking the Colby And being honest with myself was really interesting to see what those results were. And some of it was like, of course, this is me. And other things felt a little like, ooh, I wish that wasn't my result. But when I learned to embrace that and see the empowered pieces of it and where there were opportunities to delegate to someone else, it shifted how I looked at that. So if you are interested in how you're designed to do work, the Colby A assessment could be a really amazing tool for you. It's 55 US dollars and it takes you about 30 minutes to complete and you get your results right away. And it's really, really interesting. It's helped me in terms of my own leadership development, but also how I've built team and how I have approached projects with clients. There are so many layers to it, but that's just one little piece. Like it helps unveil a layer of who I am at my core. From there, it was truly getting curious about the Enneagram. I knew nothing about it when I started. Katie, my business manager, was the first one to ever like tell me anything about it. And she was like, you've got to figure out that you're Enneagram. And so I read The Road Back to You and I narrowed it down to three that I maybe thought it was. And luckily stumbled upon an amazing friend and my own personal coach, Carissa Harrison, in a clubhouse room of all places, which I don't hang out on clubhouse currently, but there was a period of time where I was trying clubhouse out. Anyway, I met Carissa. We ended up working together for about nine months, specifically on my own Colby, sorry, my own Enneagram. And it was fascinating. She helped me in a very short period of time, figure out which of the three was actually the one that was my... Enneagram type. And that was so impactful for learning about myself, but also learning about my interpersonal relationships and then also how I could work better with my clients. There were so many layers and just knowing more about myself boosted my confidence immeasurably. 
So from there, and kind of at the same time, I was also starting to explore human design. I had a couple of readings. It was massively and wildly overwhelming. I only absorbed a teeny tiny bit, but the curiosity was there. And I saw there were so many parallels and how I could use Enneagram knowledge and human design together. So I kept digging on that a little bit, did a little bit of exploration with Gene Keys, also felt wildly overwhelmed with that. Fast forward to today, and I am deep in the study of human design and Gene Keys and loving it, not only for my own personal knowledge, but also the work that I am able to do on a deeper level with my clients. Because when we know who we are at our core and how we're designed to work and what we're also not meant for, we can build better business plans. We can create better strategies. Otherwise, we're honestly kind of winging it and we're going with trial and error. And that's fine if you want to do that, but why not shortcut it? (laughs) Why not use evidence from which to create why not create your own plan based on the valuable information that exists, right? You can have a human design reading done for a couple of hundred dollars and start to understand at least your type and your strategy and your authority. And that's going to change how you make decisions. That's going to change how you show up as a CEO of your business. You could self-study the Enneagram. You could do the Colby for $55. So under a thousand US dollars, like well under, you could have a lot of knowledge at your fingertips. Now, it's probably going to be somewhat overwhelming unless you're an expert in one of those areas, but you start somewhere and you start to see which of these really lights me up right now. And then you invest in a coach or a mentor who specializes in one of those areas and can help you create a strategy that's aligned with that. So you're building from somewhere instead of just in the middle of a field. So the second thing right? We just talked about committing to knowing who we are at our core. And I could go on, that could be like 77 podcast episodes in itself, but you get the purpose for this episode of why that's number one. Number two is treating our business like a real business. This is the second thing that is important to embrace as the CEO of your business in 2023, now more than ever, to show up and treat your business like a real business. Making bold decisions taking risks like an actual business owner, committing to stopping playing small. We're not playing house any longer. This is 2023 and we're going to show up like we have the real business that we have. And we're going to make decisions from that place. We're going to evaluate our data. We're actually going to look at what are our efforts doing? What do the metrics say? What does our bank account say? And beyond that, beyond the Stripe transactions, which I really don't give two hoots about, what does your profit margin look like? Is your output in terms of time and energy profitable? You're going to start making decisions that are rooted in data and empowered decision-making like a CEO. It's normal to come from that place. And frankly, it's odd if you're not asking those questions because otherwise it's a hobby. We need to start treating this thing like the real business that it is, giving it that respect and feeling really empowered to make those decisions. I don't care if you are at 2K months or you're at 20K months or 200K months. This is the energy I want you to bring to the table. Treating our businesses like real businesses. The third thing that's imperative as CEOs in 2023 is embracing confidence every single day. How do we show up 
as the most confident versions of ourselves. When we create content, when we go live, when we hop on a sales call, when we have a coaching call, when we write an email, when we deliver a product, is confidence coming through? And if not, being vulnerable enough to ask ourselves, why not? Where is the confidence leak? Why am I not feeling confident about whatever it is I'm doing? Likely it's something that is out of alignment, whether it's your core values, whether it's this is not how you're designed to be doing business, whether it's there is a issue with boundaries, whether this is not a right fit client, simply being curious. We are not making ourselves wrong. How do I get curious about this? Where is the confidence leak? What's causing this? And what can I learn from it so that I can take different steps in the future? All right. So number three was embracing confidence every single day. You can also do this by writing affirmations. You can do this by looking at ways that you have already impacted people massively in your business. Whether you've been in business for a month or three years, I guarantee there's evidence of wins. Because it doesn't matter if we just had the most incredible launch we could ever imagine, there's a really good chance we're going to get in our heads and imposter syndrome is going to creep in and we're going to start finding reasons why it's not going to work next time or how that could have been better or how people are going to actually maybe not be happy with what we're going to deliver. And all of that stuff is just noisy garbage. So how do we combat it? You need to start getting curious about how can I embrace a greater degree of confidence every single day. What works for me? How do I start to actually be a more confident CEO? You have to try something out. You have to experiment. The five-minute journal is amazing, right? You can start by focusing on small gratitudes and affirmations, and it takes literally five minutes of your day. You might be somebody that finds a lot of value in meditating. You might be somebody who can journal long form, and that really helps root you in confidence. I don't know what the answer is for you, but I want you to commit to that thing and figure it out. Try different things until you figure out what is my commitment to confidence look and feel like for me. So the fourth thing, the final thing I want to talk about today is bucking the trends and burying the shoulds. If you are committing to becoming a CEO in your business in 2023, I want you to squash the trends. I want you to smash down the shoulds and start doing things that feel good to you in your own way. Committing to alignment, figuring out what works for you and what doesn't, and evaluating what you've been doing and seeing how that feels. And guess what? Things can change. You may have had a strategy that worked really well in 2020. It didn't work so great in 2021. Last year, you still weren't feeling it. Why are you still doing it? You're in charge. You're the CEO. Create your own trends. Create your own way of doing business that works for you. We are each individual's. Be really mindful of where you're getting sucked into other people's ideas. It is perfectly okay to be going through Instagram and say, wow, that's a really cool idea for them and keep moving along. If you're into human design or something you're curious about, you may have an undefined or an open head like me. And 
you're really (laughs) someone who has a higher propensity to say, oh my gosh, that's a great idea. Boom, I'm going to go do it, right? That can be a really dangerous hamster wheel that you can get on. But when you know that you're somebody who has an undefined or open head to be able to stop yourself and say, oh, hold on, is that an idea for me? Is that actually something that I should be doing and checking in with your authority? In my case, right, it's my sacral response. So having a whole nother sequence that you go through before you take any action versus the old me would have been like, oh my gosh, that's so amazing that they're doing that. This That looks really cool. I better go do that. No, 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 no. There's like literally an urge that happens now. I can identify, oh, is that a good idea versus is that a good idea for them and not me? And be okay with that and keep moving on. And again, this ties back to number one, committing to knowing who we are at our core. It has to start there. Because otherwise, we're just like going through the motions and none of these things that I've just mentioned, whether it's the treating our businesses like real businesses, what does that mean to you as an individual? Embracing confidence every day. What does that mean to you? How does confidence feel in your body? Bucking the trends, squashing the shoulds. What does that mean for you? You can't know that or know how to do any of that well until you commit to that personal leadership development, rooting yourself in value-led decisions for you. What does success look like to you as a CEO of your business? How do you as a CEO of your business make decisions? It all goes back to that. So I hope that this episode is motivating and you realize that in 2023, especially becoming the CEO of your business is less about strategy, masculine strategy, and way more about leaning into this knowing ourselves piece so that we can create the masculine strategy from there. We have got to get clear on who we are so we can create strategy for our own individual paths that's going to create sustainability and alignment and ease and joy and fun. Like that's where it comes from. So we're going back to the roots, the foundation, and really fine tuning that piece of it. And I can help you with that. That is the work that I'm doing now more than ever with my clients. And again, I don't care what stage of business you're at, where you're at on your journey. This work can start right now. And there's nobody that's immune from this. There's nobody that's too much of a CEO. My mentors, for goodness sakes, are continuing to work on this every single day. I work on this every single day. So don't let this episode be like, I have so much to do. Instead, let this be like, oh my gosh, there's so much opportunity for me to truly know myself and have like a catapult into creating strategy that is truly in alignment and is going to yield results for me. Because if I can harness the confidence piece, because I know who I am, things are going to flow so much differently. I am going to show up as a person that I barely recognize compared to a year ago. When I get that alignment, when I get that confidence coming through, when I am truly embracing what it means to be the CEO of my business for me. So I hope this was fun. I would love to hear from you this week in terms of which of these four things resonated with you the most. Was it committing to knowing who you are at your core? Was it treating your business like a real business? Was it embracing confidence every single day or bucking the shoulds and the trends, squashing them down and saying, I'm going to create my own? Which of those four things stands out to you the most? And let me know how I can help you make that possible. Again, thank you for tuning in. I'm super grateful for you. And here's to one heck of a year ahead. 
Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you're looking to join a community of female entrepreneurs focused on the growth of their online business, be sure to check out the Uplevel Lounge community on Facebook. As always, you can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at melissafrolick.com. See you here next week.